We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Doing as we speak. Championships and the Stanley Cup on the other side of the break. Love for the bet. Lindsey Brown and Adrian Hernandez, the Playmakers, exclusively on 1140 The Bet. Mez Cuddy Monday, it does not get better than this, people. I'm sure, oh, go ahead, sorry. No, I was going to say, I know it's a long shot, Lindsey. It won't be here in the near future. But uh, Kid Cuddy, not only is he going on tour, but there's an animated series being made for Netflix that he's a part of. It's his show. It's his show idea. I'll send out some emails and we'll see if we can get Scott in here for at least a question or two. I would lose my mind. I'd be like, yo, Scott, do you remember me? I don't know if I've told you this story, but like the thing that I appreciate so much about his upbringing is that (laughs) the old cliches of like him showing up to the park where everyone's playing basketball. He was in those trenches, quote unquote, mixtapes, listening to this, that, Mm -hmm. and the third. And could you imagine me? Just he wasn't the only one doing this, but getting this right and listening to it and then going to visit my mom in the summer in Orlando on the other side of the country and turning on the radio and hearing day and night and what that became. It's insane. I'll never forget (laughs) when that song just took off. It was something else. It, it, It sounded so different from everything else that was going on. And that was just like from the Sonic side, like you said, the upbringing that he had, the where he came from, what he went through growing up. He's so honest. He's so open about just the impact that his father's death has had had on him and still has on him and his family and everything else. And it's just like that was a different type of hip hop star. And so and it's launched a, a completely different everything. He, he is a huge contributor to what music has turned into today, not just in the hip hop world, but across so many different genres, because he's never been a guy to stay in a lane. And I'm also teasing this for Friday. Yeah. The Drip Doctor will be here. Oh, it's confirmed. We will be going over the BET Awards and yes. some of the drip that happened <laughs> last night, which very, very sad realiza- realization and it happens every year with like five different award shows that you don't realize is going on until five minutes before it starts. Yeah. Because you start seeing tweets. And I'm like, oh, this thing used to be an event. <laughs> I used now- to have my friends over in middle school to watch the MTV Movie Awards and the Music Video Awards. Like I, I have pictures of us having like these milkshake drinks all in matching glasses and stuff like that. Like one of the things my mom did for me growing up. And it was... 
just a different type of cultural touchstone that we grew up in. And the pandemic and the pandemic certainly didn't help. No. With some of the awards. Like I still get you know what? I still want to go to the ESPYs, though. Yeah. I want a Maybe someday. SB. Maybe someday. I bet you the Avalanche would win a couple ESPYs because what they've done this year is not only a, a championship um, resume, it's it's an impressive one at that. The dominance that they played with, especially through the playoffs, just suffering, I think, four losses in total. Mm. Last night in that third period, surrendered two shots on goal as they led 2-1 to one against the two-time defending Stanley Cup champions. And they were led by the man who needs to lead them, the man who changed the league himself and continues to change the league, but it isn't exactly the easiest guy to play with. Nathan McKinnon, goal and an assist in the biggest game of his career. He didn't have the game winner. That was Arturi Lekkanen. Yeah, the same guy who scored against your Vegas Golden Knights to clinch the... Um, Stanley Cup final berth for the Montreal Canadiens last year. He was a trade line acquisition. But Kale McCarr didn't have his best game last night, but wins the con Smythe. He's the, I think, Nicholas Lidstrom, Bobby Orr, and him are the only players to win the Calder and the con Smythe in the same year. And he's the first player ever to win the Hobie Baker, which is the most outstanding player at the collegiate level, a con Smythe and uh Norris Trophy, 23 years old. I, I need some clarification yes. over what you just said. So okay. you're telling me in the third period where a team like the Tampa Bay Lightning, who mm-hmm. was even very emotional getting to that point. Oh, yeah. And how we saw the Patrick it, Rune slash last night. Yeah. So that is desperation time. You're down and your season is on the line. Through that period, the Avalanche only allowed two attempts on goal. No, no, not, not attempts. Two shots. Two shots. Two okay, shots okay, that okay, get okay, through okay. to the netminder. That's the key because there were shots to be had. I think the Lightning had a, a pretty good amount of offensive zone time. But even number 29, Nathan McKinnon, who you would not expect to be a shot-blocking machine, was doing it all, was doing what needed to be done. And that's why guys like him, until they win – they're almost seen like as these overkill specialists, right? Like you're too serious. We heard about the story um, from Nikita Zadorov last offseason who uh, went home to Russia and started talking about what it's like to play with Nathan McKinnon. Guy doesn't want any desserts in the locker room. Guy doesn't want any processed foods. He's uh, a guy who's going to get on you in practice if you're Anti-candy. messing up. Anti-candy. Yeah, 100%. And it just gets me thinking about like – what greatness truly takes. And and they always say, well, he's so competitive. He's so, it's hyper competitive. It's just like him and Gretzky. I'm like, I think all of us are competitive just by biology. And obviously there's some people that have a tougher time losing than others. But what I think separates greatness from everyone else or champions from not is perseverance, is routine is the continuation of just every day doing the same thing no matter how hard it is if it means that I'm not eating this crap then I'm not eating this crap if I'm going to be maxing out and making sure that I'm getting all my gains and at the gym and just what that grind is and I think Nathan McKinnon personifies that grind and you know when he did his post-game interview and he's saying I was in the hotel room 1787 and it was meant to be and everybody's like well, what does that mean I'm like this guy worships Sidney Crosby so much that he thought him getting assigned to that room was a sign from the universe that he was getting <laughs> gonna win the cup and he wholeheartedly believes that and that's about it it's belief and it's the grind and when you have uh someone an athlete like him with the expectation 
of that from everyone else, as uncomfortable as that is. Like, just think, they, these guys started in October. It's almost July. How, and, and how hard that, how, how hard a brand of hockey that they played for the better part of the last couple months, not to mention the 82 game regular season. Like, that's what, when they're all crying, like, there, there's, the, there's this picture of McKinnon hugging Eric Johnson, who's from Minnesota. I've met him a few times, super cool dude, played for the Minnesota Gophers, uh, Bloomington dude. And he's been in this league for 14 years. He's the longest tenure Denver athlete ever. He was around for all the crap years. And they're both hugging ever. on the ice. And I was just like, this is what it's all about. There's no celebration quite like the Stanley Cup, especially when they dent the cup within five minutes of actually winning it, which is hilarious <laughs> to me. But I just, how rare is it to find those individuals? To not necessarily push you because I think we can find a lot of people that are willing to be like, you need to do this, you need to do this, you need to do that. But it's it can't come from coach because there's a po- power dynamic problem. And then from players themselves, I mean, it means one thing when your leader says another, but it, it means another when it's the superstar athlete, when you believe in someone and their ability to do something that it seems that no one else can be physically capable of. Kale McCarr is the same way, but he's young and he's soft-spoken and he, it's not his team. It's Nathan McKinnon's team. And the example it sets. Exactly. And what this will do, I mean, this is a, they did an in-between uh, intermission interview, I think between the second and third, and they asked him, like, how are you feeling? He's like, I don't feel anything. I have no emotion. And and he's always been like that. He's an absolute assassin. But after in that parade, or not in the parade yet, I'm sure the parade is going to be nuts. But in the celebration, the, the guy was smiling. It was 50 miles long. And I'm just like, what a relief it must be for him to kind of prove that to himself that all of this is worth it, but then the teammates too. And that's why the Avalanche are a very dangerous squad going into next year. Now they have a few contracts to figure out, especially in their net mining. But, you know, like I said a couple weeks ago, I'm terrified to see what five years in the future, the impact that Nathan McKinnon has on Kale McCart and what that does to push him. Because we're already on a different level with that kid, right? Greatness brings out greatness begets greatness as long as everybody's signed on. And if he's talent, like you just said, if he's talented to this point, and now he has the work ethic and the mentality, yep, and the leadership that he he kind of learns and it gets fostered being around McKinnon, mm-hmm. that's like you said, terrifying. Terrifying. And uh, they're gonna be they're both gonna be locked up long term because Nathan McKinnon. I think it's not this summer, but next he has that extension. But he's making like five million dollars a year right now. That ain't gonna that ain't gonna stay the same. But I was just really pumped for the abs and, and um, you know, I, I was mirroring it with watching the Unrivaled documentary, which is their last cup in, in 2001. But like I said, that EJ, Eric Johnson and Nathan McKinnon embrace on the ice. Like, honestly, a picture and video like that helps break the mold of the hyper masculine hockey culture. Like hockey culture, I think, ranks the highest in toxicity because it's overwhelmingly rich. It's overwhelmingly right or white, and it's overwhelmingly physical. And so there's just, you have to have this mask on, for lack of a better term. And as a net miner, like, I, I almost kind of use that for myself. I'm like, put your mask on for the show. You, you go out and you get your job done. That's what you do. But it, it it's going to have, it's going to continue to have problems if you do not allow yourself and your guard to come down. And that doesn't happen very often for these guys because they won't allow themselves to be happy unless they make they make it to that ultimate goal. 
And so what a journey, dead last in the NHL just a few years ago. And not only that, you climb out from the depths of that basement and then you have to beat the Tampa Bay Lightning, the two-time defending champion who are trying to be like the the modern-day New York Islanders. That happened in 83. That was the last time yeah. they were trying to go after and that history. And playing against Andre Vasilevsky. I mean, couldn't do anything more than what he did. Score more goals, please. Vasilevsky, that guy, though. Weird warm-up routine when he was, like, pacing, but he, like, got in someone's face and then walked away, but then went right back to his face. Yeah. I was like, listen, everyone handles things differently. And for the Lightning, like, 11 straight series wins before mm-hmm. losing is insane. Even dating back to 2015, so what? They've appeared in six conference finals. Won four of them, which means four Stanley Cups. They won two of those. Uh, that it was absolutely like it was the cool story. The team that hasn't won in so long, yeah. going up against the dynasty, and like that's how you have to earn it. And going to like the greatness and things like that. This weekend, um, I watched Mike Tomlin do an actual interview that wasn't like an NFL press conference. And it's like, oh, this guy has emotions, thoughts, and opinions, and not just all these cliches. And they asked him about success and maintaining and how he's been so successful for 15 years now. And he talks about, I try to, when it comes to football in my profession, I try not to be comfortable Mm -hmm. because it's about living in that comfort. Because for example, if you lose, you can blame the refs, you can blame this, or it's been a tough, whatever you have to live in that uncomfortableness and just grow from that. And create a process that, that fosters that because it doesn't like, it's not going to build itself. You, you, constantly have to create confrontation in your life and 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 have to make those decisions accordingly and that comes with great sacrifice as well that's a great point to make about with Tomlin too and just like his singular journey and and being in the NFL being a black head coach being you know a guy that was anointed from a young age I mean it it comes with a lot of pressure and so to continue to succeed to finally find a way to break through um you know, that's going to help pay off for a long time. And if anything, it it gives you that confidence in your process. And ultimately, that's what your everyday life is. You don't win the Stanley Cup every day, but you certainly can work towards it. Yeah, and it's, listen, winning a Stanley Cup, winning a championship in any sport mm-hmm. is a unique type of deal. If everyone could do it, everyone yeah. would be champions, but they're not. So you have to you have to learn and, and, and you have to do out of not ordinary things to mm-hmm. be able to reach those goals. And I will, this was my first time watching a full Stanley Cup presentation. Shame on dude who dropped the trophy. Abe Kubel. Yeah. He, he tripped, to be fair. I Listen, I don't he care. He forgot how to skate for a second. <laughs> and I get it. And that thing's also super heavy. I do know 35 that. 35 pounds, to be precise. He, I, you know, one time I went to a... I went to WrestleMania, the convention that they do, like meet every, like all these cool things before yeah. WrestleMania. And they, there's a line where you can actually hold an actual belt. Mm-hmm. They then do not tell you that that belt will, that belt weighs 30 pounds. Yeah. And the dude in front of me completely dropped it on the ground and had to pay a lot of money to get it fixed. But in terms of the, the actual presentation, shout out to the security guards that were watching the trophy the white gloves. They, no, they don't watch the trophy. They, they that's their job. Yeah, they, they literally are security guards just for that for the cup, and they've been doing it for years. Like the same same guy with the long hair yeah. was in the was in the throwback tapes or the 
Red Wings Colorado documentary. Like, this guy has the best job in the world. He literally just takes the Stanley Cup on tour and makes sure it doesn't get messed up. I kind of want to apologize and be like, you are not a security guard. You are that trophy. Yeah. And you watch The keepers of the cup, they call them. (laughs) The keepers of the cup. The white gloves. hockey. Beautiful, yeah, beautiful touch. And then also, I like how the the presentation went for, like, a very, very long time. Mm -hmm. Like, to the point of, like, some of the equipment managers got their moment. Absolutely. Some of the other ones, like... They also realized it was 35 pounds, so they held it up for three seconds. They're yep. like, who's next? Because I don't want to hold this. This is heavy. And but I was like, that's cool. every championship trophy goes to players first. Let's just say that, too. It's just it's a special thing. And, um, you know, it was a really long hockey season, but and I'm glad that it's over. But it was a storybook year to be across the board. A great year to grow the game and other things. We're going to move on. We're going to be White Sox fans just for a hot second. Just a hot second, I promise. 11 for the bet. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.